Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sane, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best life every day. Hello and welcome back to the Brunch and Slay podcast. It's me, Amira Sane, your host. And today, y'all, I'm coming and I I just want to have a real girl talk with you. I am full of melancholy. I literally kept thinking, what is this I'm feeling? Why do I feel so blah? And that's really the only word I could come up with was melancholy. You know, when I woke up earlier this week, And I scrolled my timeline and I got the news about Jacob Blake. And I unfortunately again watched the video. I truly can say that there are no words to describe how it feels to continually see people murdered by the police who look like me week after week, month after month, and nothing be done. I don't believe that frustration is a word that can truly describe the feeling of hopelessness, the feeling of blah, right? And the the thought of what can we do I don't know what we need to do as a people to make other folks understand we are human. And I have to believe that the reason why this is so easy for people is because they're so distant from the idea of our humanisms. Because I don't understand how the world can continue to watch people be murdered in cold blood and do nothing. The outrage that I know this country would be in if this were happening to people who were not black makes me even matter. The fact that a lot of other minorities are not rising up and we aren't working together to make change makes me enraged. I, much like Jacob, Blake's sister, am past tired. I am past angry. I'm almost too hopeless. I do not want to be. I want to be full of joy. I want to be full of light. And the the crazy thing is I was finally getting back to functionality, full functionality for me. I'm not naive. I know bad things happen all the time. It's human nature. I understand the circle of life. I understand all those things. You know, I'm a realist at my core. I'm not a person who walks around thinking about unicorns and bubblegum and lollipops and candy coated rainbows. But I do believe in equality. And I do believe in always treating people how you want to be treated. That's how I live my life. That's why I can still reach out to my sisters who are not black, because that doesn't really matter to me. And I don't really understand why it matters so much to others. And why people continue to act as if they're so such a disdain and for for people of color because it just doesn't make sense to me. I have never in all of my life 
been able to wrap my mind around the fact that you do not like someone because of the color of their skin. That is something that no one can control. I don't get it. Thank y'all for letting me share that. I want to move forward with positivity. I am meditating back to meditating twice a day. I'm speaking to God so, so adamantly all day, every day, because that's what's helping me stay afloat and keep my sanity. You know, today's episode is another one. I feel that's a, it's a great reminder of the power that we have mentally. Um, we have Miss Tia Kirby on the show and I, I do not want you to dare think this is going to be a melancholy episode because it won't be. Tia is a light. In this episode, we talk a lot about self-discovery, about the power of loving yourself, about how we both went on that journey and we found our true love and passion for ourselves in our natural hair journey, which is why I do believe a lot of Black women are really so much stronger right now is because so many of us have gone through this journey of self-discovery. And make no mistake, when you cut all of your hair off and do the big chop, it is most certainly a journey of self-discovery. That's learning a way to love yourself like you've never loved yourself. So I hope that you enjoy this journey. I am sending prayers, vibes, love, gratitude, and hope for you and me your way as we navigate and as we deal with yet another tra tragedy in our community. I hope that you lift one another up, you lift each other up, and you stand strong. And welcome back to the show. I have a question and I want to know how many of you all are in, just in love with digital content, like great articles and videos and hair tutorials and makeup tutorials. And I'm sure you are because that's, that's our, that's our world. Right. And then not only are we in love with it, but we have those folks who we really love to tune into. And today's guest is one of those folks. So I know that you're going to enjoy hearing everything she has to say about her journey and how she got started because I have tons of questions. But my question for you is, have you rated and reviewed this show yet? And if the answer is no, I'm sure you might have some time on your hands sometime where you can carve out two whole minutes to give us a rating and a review. And I want to share one with you guys from someone who answered the call. She says, I love the podcast. Every time I listen to Amira and her guests, I learn something new. They talk about everything, finances, health, blogging, marketing. It gives me a true sense of community. Thanks, Amira, for opening my world to new ideas and perspectives. Man, Jay loves Overdrive. Thank you so much for answering the call. That was way, that was like way more than one minute. And I appreciate you more than you'll ever know. So guys, go ahead and answer the call. And if you haven't, if you've already done a review, then share an episode that really speaks to you with someone who you care about, someone who you feel it would resonate with. So you heard me talk about the ultimate digital con content creator, uh, and I don't want to just drag it out, but not only is she a content creator, she is a host, she's a speaker, and she's a girl's girl. Help me welcome to the show, Miss Tia Kirby. Hey, Tia. Hey, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Doing great. I'm excited to be on the Bunch of S Lake podcast. I'm Yay! Excited. So, you know, uh, first of all, a lot of you guys probably know her from her gorgeous locks, right? She, that's how, is that how you got started, Tia? Um, I did. I actually got started with natural hair. I did. 
All right, so let's t- take us. How long have you been at it? That's that's the next question because everybody oh, wants to know. Dear God. <laughs> <laughs> um, I swear forever. I would say technically, um, around the 2012 wow. era is when I technically got started, but um. It was a nice, slow start. I started out in chat rooms sharing about my journey. I was kind of going through something personal um, then, and that was my outlet. I would just share in chat rooms because my hair was um, going through this crazy. I went natural on accident um, is what I always like to say, which is the truth. I didn't know it was going natural. I put a relaxer on my hair didn't use anything different, didn't do anything different, but the crown of my hair broke off in the center. um, And it was like, I look like alfalfa. And I did everything I could. I was getting, I was like a relaxer queen back then. And I kept trying to like lay it down with gel. And after that particular relaxer, I swore off that I would never get a relaxer again. And then, so as I was trying to figure out these two textures in my hair, my natural hair that was growing in and my relaxed hair, I started kind of sharing what I was doing in the chat rooms and people began to ask me for a blog and all those type things. And then that's really kind of how it birthed. Man. Okay. So 2012 blogging was still, it wasn't brand new, but it still wasn't like mainstream as it is now. Exactly. Right. And even now still tons of people are like blogging. What is that? Right. But I, man, so I can, I've been there. I've had that moment and mine was not as, as uh, innocent as yours. I did color and a relaxing one day and <laughs> oh. <laughs> let's just say, uh, yeah, you, were feeling frisky. <laughs> you know, the crazy thing is I had been doing it for a while. And then finally my hair just said, uh-uh girl. And I thought I was playing the game. Right. And I got in the shower to rinse it out and literally hair slid off the same spot, the crown of my head. It just slid right off. And the rest of my hair was oh, totally wow. fine, which is crazy. So I had a, a true, like, uh, yeah. what do you call it? Uh, what was his name? George Jefferson ball spot. I had that going on. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and you would think that it would be when I gave up the creamy crack, but it was not. I still stayed strong for several oh, more dang. years. Like that. <laughs> yeah, you were hooked. <laughs> oh, so, so hooked, girl. So hooked. And it's so funny. But, you know, I remember when... Um, a lot of a lot of society started to phase back and go natural. And my sister, my oldest sister, is a cosmetologist, and she's done hair for forever. And she's always been natural, like seriously. Like I don't even really remember her having to relax very often. And she had been trying to get oh, me to do it for years. I would not embrace it. And I don't even remember what. Oh, good hair, uh, Chris Rock's movie. That was what. When I saw that coke can disappear, I just. I couldn't do it anymore. I was like, why am I doing this? Oh, man. You know, it's weird. Um, I didn't see that documentary until like years and years later after it came out. I want to say it was like on Netflix by the time I saw it or something. I was like, whoa, this is so crazy. Right. And the the torture we had been putting ourselves with, like to me, (gasps) when I saw that, I thought, dude, and this is just my perspective. I thought, do I just hate my hair that much that I would put myself through that? Like, I don't, I didn't think I hated it. I think I was just trying to fit in. And I just had to start asking myself some tough questions. It's like, why not let people see that everybody's different? Like, why not embrace that? Why not? We we were in a a beautiful time to where we could do that. And I was in a great role and I had been with the company for a long time. So I didn't have to really worry about 
the job perspective, which I know is a right. reason why a lot of us women of color are reluctant because work, right? You yes. people want you to look quote unquote a certain kind of way. Uh, man, rabbit hole there I went. Okay. So- <laughs> I'm over here Listen, like, oh. I, was, I was floating with you and we were going down in together. <laughs> I'm over here sitting yoga style. I'm like, man, do, do oh, I love me too. myself? Yes, <laughs> I, I love myself, with, y'all. With a cup of hot tea. Yes, hot tea. yes, I do love myself. Tia loves herself and that's why we embrace these curls. So you start off in these chat rooms and how does that evolve to like a YouTube space? Because I know that's a tough, that's tough. Oh, geez. You know, like, tell me more, tell me more. So the, okay, so the funny part, and I always say this was really like a, for me, it it ended up being a spiritual journey um, because I didn't realize how much I didn't love myself, um, not only through the hair. So um, as I was like kind of growing my hair, my natural hair in, it was a lot. And I had never, because I've been relaxed pretty much my whole life since I can remember. Um, and uh, me doing the chat rooms, my hair literally was like a stringy, I called it a stringy Afro mullet because (laughs) it was short in the front, like all my natural, all my relaxed hair had broken off at the top. Um, and then mostly on the sides. And then I had one side that the relaxer was still hanging on strong and in the back, it was still hanging on strong. So it was just a hot wreck. And I started kind of sharing and just to, I guess, jokingly, I, truth be told, I transitioned for a year wearing this little, um, I didn't know anything about um, like buying hair or anything like that. So I had this phony pony, this drawstring ponytail, and I would flick my hair up in a ponytail and I would wear that thing every day, religiously. Um, And then I would just take it off at, at night. So when I started sharing in the chat rooms, I would kind of show what I was doing, showing how I was trying to make it work with both textures. And then especially after I kind of did my little mini chop, it wasn't a full blown big chop. It was me cutting off as much um, relaxer as I could along the way. And then I began to have people ask me for blogs. So then I was like, no, I don't have a blog. I'm sharing here. Let's enjoy this. Then finally, um, pump your brakes, girls. Pump your brakes. <laughs> like, yeah, pump your brakes. Let's, let's, you know, I'll share as much. Then people kept asking questions. So then I was like, okay, I can see how a blog could be beneficial. So that is when things birthed with, I had a blog called Me, My Girls, and Our Natural Curls. Because not only did I stop putting relaxers on my hair, I stopped putting it on my girls' hair as well, my two daughters. And I would share on there what I was doing with my hair and their hair. Um, and then people, and I would be so detailed, Amira, I would be so detailed and people still ask for video. And I was like, okay, now y'all are really tripping. Nope, I'm not doing it, <laughs> but I'm sharing pictures. I'm going step by step. And then finally, um, this girl, um, one of my followers actually on, in the chat room, private messaged me and said, you're doing the natural hair community a disservice by not having a YouTube channel and something about those words like stabbed me in my heart and I was like okay fine now as outgoing as I am I'm um, also an introvert and it took me a long time before I actually started the YouTube but then when I did I kept it private and only shared with the people who actually asked for it um and then finally I think I allowed it um things to be a little bit public 
but I never promoted my YouTube channel. But people, for somehow, I don't know, it was all God given because people would find me. And then even I'd be sitting in church and people would be like, hey, girl, I've seen your video. And I'd be like, oh my God, please. <laughs> and I literally like would like scrunch down in my seat, like, oh my God, okay, let's not talk about it, please. Okay, shh, the pastor. <laughs> please. But over, and then my girlfriend over time, she was like, T, you really need to start sharing. And she challenged me one day to share on Facebook. I'm like, okay, fine. Um, and so I kind of started doing that. And then it just, I don't know how, but people just found me and it really just kind of took off. So it just blossomed. And the more oddly, and I, and this is partly why I say it was spiritual because I had always had long hair um, or at least semi-long hair. At least it was always at least at my shoulders um, throughout my entire life. And so me going through this transition of growing in my natural hair, one, which in my opinion at the time seemed what we called quote unquote nappy. Um, and I never knew that my hair really curled. Yes, I would wear it curly when it was, uh, when I did have a relaxer, but I still never saw my hair as being healthy or good. Um, and so I say that to say one going from this short, super short, kinky hair that I didn't know what to do with, it allowed me to see myself in the mirror and realize um, the beauty that I actually carried. But so it made me work through my insecurities um, when I looked in the mirror because I always saw myself with long hair and that's what made me because people always liked my long hair, but it, what mattered was what I needed to like. Um, and then on top of that, I guess that spiritual journey, it also allowed me to see that I had something to give or I had something to share because I didn't realize my value before I started um, my YouTube channel. And before I started, like it allowed me to connect with other women who were going through the same thing and encourage them because I never saw my true image if that makes sense. I never realized how much I never looked in the mirror before then. Oh, it, it totally makes sense to me. I remember the day I got my big chop. Number one, I went into my car and I cried because I felt like I looked homeless. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was like the instant shock because I, I, I'm like you, like I've always had long hair and when I cut it off, I would cut it and, you know, it was no big deal because I knew it would grow back and I always had a relaxer so it was always late and I would get it done every week and that was mm -hmm. my thing. And I grew it out about an inch and a half and then I cut it all off. And because I was like that, that stringy, this phase you're talking about where it's the stringy and the Afro. And it was just like, I, I just knew I couldn't handle it. Um, and I traveled a ton for work, so I needed it to be quick. And I just remember mm -hmm. looking in the mirror in the car and I was like, okay. And I drove right to my husband's job and I made him come downstairs and look at me and he, you know, tried to build me up and and I went, he's like, just go do whatever makes you feel comfortable. So I went straight to the Bobby Brown counter and got a whole new makeup look. And I figured, cause I, you know, this is me. I felt like, I'm like, okay, if I'm going to rock this shoe, I need cute gold hoops. I need some real gold hoops. I need to invest in those, right? <laughs> and I needed fresh makeup. And when I left that counter and went to the jewelry store and got those hoops after that, and I looked at my reflection, you couldn't tell me nothing. Like I was owning that short hair. Like it was, <laughs> I was just like, yes, I'm going to do this. And but it was tough, but I had to look at myself, like, you know, even without the makeup when I got home and look myself in the eyes and just like, hey, you're beautiful. Hey, I love you. And Absolutely. 
that was tough. Let's look in yourself in the eye in the mirror. If you haven't done it, I, I charge you to do it, people who are listening. Oh, no, I tell, yes, please. If you, I, I'm 100% on board with her. If you've never done this, and actually it was a challenge because I was seeing a, um, a therapist at the time, and she challenged me to do it. And that was the moment, um, and I would do it every day. I would have to set a timer for two to three minutes and just look at myself in the mirror and say, I love you. And that was so weird, but mm -hmm. so hard. I had days where I actually cried because oh, yeah. I had such a struggle with doing it. Oh, yeah. um, but it wasn't until I saw, saw myself, it was this one moment and I kept thinking, God, I'm so ugly. Like I, you know, literally thought that to myself. And I just, um, I just heard the Holy Spirit say to me, if you think that you're ugly, you're calling me ugly. And I was like, oh, God, no, I'm not calling God ugly. But if I'm truly made in his uh, image and his likeness, then I am calling, his, calling him ugly. And it took that whole, whole journey for me to actually see me, regardless of how I looked, regardless whether I had makeup on, my hair was done, regardless of any of that, to see me and say, I love you. I love that yeah. chick. I agree. And and it's something about I think when you look yourself in the eyes, it's it's you can see inside yourself. I don't know how else to yes. put it. It's like exactly. It's like almost I felt like I for lack of better words, dimensions. Like you see the different dimensions of your soul mm -hmm. and your spirit. And you're looking yourself in the eye and you can't lie to yourself at that point. And I think right. that's what it is. It's like, okay, the mask is truly off. And you've been, mm -hmm. we fill our time with so many distractions, right? Family, friends, loved ones, work, all these different things. So we don't have to deal with what matters. And that's our, our true self. And, and this is a, on another note, this is like my one advice that I give my friends when they get married or when they, you know, all those things, because I've been married for probably the, one of the longer out of all the friends. And I literally will tell them, if you focus on you, you'll be fine. And I, and I, somebody right? And, well, I use that, right, because in the beginning of my marriage, I think I had a lot of distractions. I would choose to, anything my husband did, of course, you're merging these lives, and yeah. you want to nitpick, and I didn't want to be this nitpicky wife, and I kept wondering, why am I doing it? Why am I doing it? Why don't I just worry about me and quit trying to, quote, unquote, fix him when nothing was wrong with him, right? Just quit, just stop. Just focus on you and what's wrong with you, because your stuff stinks too, right? So, right. <laughs> and I think that was around the same time that that whole transition for me so it was like some deep diving uh focus on you I went to the gym I started eating better and literally that's I don't think there would be a bunch of stuff had I not gone natural honestly yeah it sounds crazy but it's the truth like that that helped me dig into where I'm supposed to be what my soul Absolutely. really wanted and wow yeah we're going a whole lot of left here <laughs> we are but I love it. So, okay. So you started, which I, I, I really appreciate you sharing that journey because a lot of times if you look on your page and you look at and your people follow you and you see all this confidence, no one will believe the journey, right. And how it started and hidden, hidden yeah. pages and hidden videos. And when did you get to the point to where it became very comfortable to be in front of the camera and release it? Um, if I would say, if I'm honest, I would say it was during that process of me going through um, that journey of sitting in the mirror and looking myself in the eyes and saying, I love you. It wasn't, um, I would say out of practice, because truth be told, I had already started, you know, of course, my journey um, with starting to record. But the more you do it, the more you force yourself to do it, the more outside of the box you become. And I think 
a combination of doing that journey in the mirror because I would record myself but not look at myself. Um, and it was kind of part, part of the reason I would cringe when people would say, oh, I saw your video. It would embarrass me and I would be like, oh my God. You know, but I, I really think it's a culmination of one kind of receiving or receiving the, the love that I would get back from people who subscribe to my channel or who would watch my videos or would learn something. Um, and then realizing that what I'm doing is really not even about me. It's about the person that I'm helping on the other side of seeing it. So even if it's that one person, but a culmination of doing the um, I love you exercise, um, receiving the, the feedback and the love, and then just forcing myself to be more consistent and persistent to do it all the time, then you just, it just becomes a natural thing. I think you're, I think that's some great advice. Consistency is key in all of it. And I think that works. Oh, it's so key. Right. It works across from podcasting to digital content and video to blogging, yeah. even to posting on your social channels. Consistency is key. Absolutely. It does get easier. I agree. That's some excellent advice. So I want to know about the transition. So you, your original blog, you said, was included, you know, about you and your daughters, and then you've transformed, and now you're known as Tia Kirby. Let's yes. talk about that transition, because I see um, a number of folks who I used to follow who even started in natural hair or different industries who are going toward more branding toward their name. And I'm sure that there was some trepidation about that, and you didn't, and what oh, was that God. like, right? You know, <laughs> <laughs> dear God, I think that was also spiritual too, um, but then also natural. So I think to the best way to um, answer that is I, one, my girls were, was growing up um, and my blog and my brand, everything was me, my girls and our natural curls. I used to actually host um, large um, natural hair events and, and shows and we would do everything, cover everything um, from live demos and you know, um, musical guests and then also fashion shows and all kinds of stuff. It would just be bananas. And I loved it. And it was me, my girls and our natural curls, but I am so much more than that. Um, during my journey, I also started kind of getting into makeup, which I had never worn makeup before. I'm an actual uh, self-taught makeup artist. Um, and it's through all of these, like trying to allow more of me and what I like. I'm very much a DIY type of person. So if I learn how to do something, I'm going to show my progression and I'm going to, you know, just take you along the journey with me. But it was one, my kids growing, my girls growing up. And then also I began to hide. It's kind of like God peeling back these layers of me um, and allowing the layers to be seen because I began to hide behind the me, my girls and our natural curls. Yes, I could bank on that, but I can do a, a wash and go video 80 different ways. And it's still the same, you know what I'm saying? And after a while, I got tired of doing, quote unquote, tired of doing the whole wash and go thing because those were always my highest rated videos. And I would just do a wash and go, trying this product, trying that product. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's great. It's just hair. And realizing that I have so much of me that I, I want to, to share and that God is wanting to get out. So part of it was I started doing like quotes and daily, like I share daily inspiration. I'll try to, you know, do something every day whenever I'm posting um, something is given like a little word of wisdom or advice or whatever. And people really started to kind of um, hang on to that a little more than just my hair photos and stuff. 
to be honest. And then um, I started sharing more of that and people started really to latch on and they wanted more of it. And so I was like, you know what, why not? You guys, we have come a long way since 2016 when we built our first website. And we, that was me. I was a one-woman show. I've always spoken we because I wanted to speak it into existence. And now I can actually say we because we have an amazing team of folks all around the world who work diligently to create content, articles, experiences, podcasts that truly inspire you. We work really hard to make sure we have women on the show and on our site who are game changers and disruptors, who are out here operating in excellence, and folks who you can lean into for information and guidance and people who you can support. People who create products from idea to reality, who create events and experiences and excursions, who coach you to your greatness. And we did it all just for you. So if you haven't checked out brunchandslay.com in a while, I want you to head on over there and subscribe so that you will know everything that's happening in our world. With you starting out with your blog, totally focused on you and your girls, there came a point when everything became about Tia Kirby. And I know that I want to talk about that transition and what it was like for you, because I know sometimes we start out with one goal and we think that's the business. And then as we grow into that business, it either doesn't serve us or we are over it, but we still want to thrive. Did you battle yes. any of that and any of those demons? And how did you navigate that? Very much so. Um, I navigated it. It was really, again, it was more of that um, comes back to that spiritual aspect for me. Um, of course, me, my girls, and our natural curls, it literally was thriving. My blog was thriving. Um, everything was doing so well. And I would put on natural hair shows um, and events, and it would always do so well. We would get like really great crowds. We put on everything from start to finish, from you know fashion shows, how to rock your hair. We would do live demos with how to style your hair, how to care for your hair. I had um, experts, I had brands, um, founders, everything. It was super bomb. But um, over time, of course, my girls got older, and they're old, older. But my oldest is now crazy sorry my oldest is now 24 and oh, then wow. my um my youngest daughter is now 19 um and she'll be actually 20 in just a couple of months but so that for that reason it was thriving but there were more parts of me that was starting to develop um as I was you know as my channel progressed and I could do a, a wash and go using 80,000 different products but to me it became redundant and um honestly it wasn't fulfilling me anymore um although if i do watch and go video today it's still people still hone in those are always my most watched videos why i don't know but not tripping about it i still love making the videos but there's more of me that developed so um i would say spiritually i didn't realize how much i was still holding on to because i was struggling between if something is doing so well, why do you want to rock the boat, right? You just want to ride it to the wheels fall off. But there, I wasn't being fulfilled. And um, so much, I struggled so much with letting go of the Me, My Girls, and Our Natural Curls name and blog and website and all of that. And then one one night I went on a date with my husband, makeup, you know, makeup was popping, you know, I'm good. And <laughs> I never, ever, ever sleep in my makeup, never sleep in my makeup. And I sat down 
when we got home from the day and before I knew it, I was out of there. Um, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll get up in a minute and take my makeup off. And I dozed off and I was gone. And I promised my girlfriend that I would get up for prayer the next morning um, and uh, have prayer with her at like 5 a.m. I don't know how because I forgot to set my alarm and everything. And I know this was just a God-given thing, especially as you um, hear it. So my body just automatically woke up at 4.30, which never happens, by the way. Um, <laughs> and I got up and I was like, crap, I fell asleep on my makeup. And I went to the mirror to get ready to take it off. And my makeup was perfectly intact. It didn't mess up. It was like, I, it looked as if I had just put it on. Um, and I was like, well, cool, because I had planned on filming content um, that day. Um, and so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go in here and pray. And when we started praying, the prayer was so personal. Everything she prayed was so personal to me. Um, and she didn't know it. But I found myself fighting back tears and trying not to get too lost into the prayer because I didn't want um, my, I didn't want my tears or whatever to mess up my makeup <laughs> and as I'm fighting this I'm like struggling I'm like okay 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 and trying to distract myself but before I knew it tears were just streaming down my face and I'm just like in worship and I was like crap my makeup and as soon as I thought to myself okay I'll just try to touch up whatever messed up so I have to start all over and my uh the thing that I just heard the Holy Spirit say no it's time for a new canvas Meaning, I mean, it was like God used that moment of me worrying about my makeup and trying to hold on what, to what was old um, mm. to let me know it's time to wipe, wipe the canvas clean. That was great. And this is thriving. Yes, this looks good. But it's now time for these, these new layers of me to come out. So wow. in that moment, I knew God was answering my prayer of, do I let this go? And I think sometimes we get so afraid and want to cling on to the familiar, but the familiar can only keep you. Um, and as a matter of fact, I guess as a nugget, I remember it was another thing, um, you know, that I was washing dishes one day. God always speaks to me, I swear, and like these little things that I'm, these little situations that I'm con concerned about. And I had this nacho, I, went, I made nachos like the night before. And I was like, should I leave that cheese in there in the fridge? And I'm, cause I'm going through this process of cleaning out my fridge. and. Um, I'm like, you know, uh, I can leave it, you know, maybe one more night, let the kids see if they want to eat it. And the Holy Spirit said to me, just because something is kept in a safe place doesn't mean it won't spoil. So Ooh. yes, yes, the, the nacho cheese is in the fridge. It's a safe place. It should be fine, but that doesn't mean it won't spoil. And all these other pieces of me that I'm keeping in this safe place for later, quote unquote, um they'll go they will spoil if i don't go ahead and release them now because i'm too afraid to let go of what is behind, you know what is seemingly good or familiar if that makes sense it makes perfect so, sense yes yes <laughs> <laughs> so long story short um that was when i began um to just no longer hide behind hide myself behind the me my girls and our natural curls brand and let more of me come out because I was more into like evolving more into sharing fashion tips and more into um, makeup. I, you can actually see a progression on my YouTube channel. Y'all don't go and like, don't be coming for me. No, if you look, it's super old, but I leave them up purposely because I'm a, I'm a self-taught makeup artist. Um, and that goes back to that consistency piece. And I remember 
for this girl saying when I was trying to learn how to do makeup, she said, if you just sit down and do it when you have nothing to do and just play in your makeup, the more and more you do it, the better you get. And truth be told, the better I get. And if you go and look, oh my God, I really should take some of those videos down, but I want people to be able to see that, hey, she did all that. And I never had any true real lessons other than consistency, trying to learn, 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 and do it better to see the progression. But I freaking love emceeing and speaking and hosting red carpets and hosting my talk show. And um, it's odd because I used to be afraid to speak in front of people. I would dance and sing and that kind of stuff all day, but talking in front of people, no way. But now it's like this pullback love that I, I love. I do love my, my videos with hair and makeup and stuff, and I don't plan to let those go. But I love emceeing events and hosting on camera, you know, red carpets and that kind of stuff. I just thrive. I love connecting with people. I just love it. I don't know what it is, but it's more of it's more of me than any of the natural hair and stuff ever right. was, if that makes sense. Because no, it's a muscle. You have to those things. Right. Yes. It's a muscle. You were yes. building that muscle. And, 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 and that's the beautiful thing about life. It's a journey. And if you were doing that 10 years ago, you'd be over it right now. So there's, it's so progressive, it. right? It's progressive. Yeah. And, and to share the doubt and the fear and the new beginning, that that's the beautiful part that really resonates with me, because I do believe that there, there are things that you like, even when you start cooking, right? You might make your first cake literally only using Duncan Hines. And then eventually mm. you get better and you're like, I'm going to do from scratch. I need some swan flour. You know, I need to get in here and, and make this cake. <laughs> But that's a beautiful thing. And I know I've even struggled at times with, okay, how much do I share more? Because right now I'm at a crossroads. I should be sharing more of my behind the scenes and more of a mirror's personality at this point. But I never had in my mind created Brunch of Slay to do that. But that's what it's evolved to. It's evolved mm -hmm. more to a mirror needs to get out there more. And it's part of it's selfish me asking the questions because I battle these questions all the time. It's like, yeah. what, when is it time to to transition and, and 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 you know what I don't even know it's just that fear it goes back to that insecurity of thinking you're only good at one thing or pretty with your mm -hmm. long hair or and the thing is you're a, you're a multifaceted you're multidimensional and you are a gift like you are one in a gazillion because every egg is not fertilized and we made it right come on somebody <laughs> right <laughs> you know and and truth be told just even from a business aspect I will say that I became trapped. I don't want to say use the word trapped, but I, it, it kind of goes back to that hiding and then also kind of pigeonholed into that me, my girls and our natural curls brand where people recognize that. But then what if I don't want to do natural hair anymore? And so it's kind of like that, um, that thing of from a business aspect, I always tell people when they're starting out, this is cute. This is cute. Your name is cute. It's super bomb. But as you evolve, are you okay with staying in this? So that's the name, the thing that you have to um, think about, like 10 years down the road. Do you still want to be known as, you know, the egg beater? You know what I mean? Or right. I'm, I'm being silly, but right. you know what I mean? Do you right. still want to be known as known for beating eggs? Or do you have other things that you would eventually evolve into? And I love that you are allowing your name to come from behind more so the brunch and slay not saying that you can't have your name but make sure that it, it always so for instance i have a 
um, talk show, um, and it's called Heart of the Matter. Well, I love Heart of the Matter, but what if I get picked up by some major, you see I'm speaking things into existence? Mm-hmm, what if I get picked yes. up by some major network and I'm sent, and they want to change my name? Well, I'm okay because it was just Heart of the Matter hosted by Tia Kirby. I'm right. making sure that my name is floating there, whereas before I was just me, my girls, and my natural curls. And Tia Kirby was no long, nowhere in there unless you went to the About page. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so advice. Okay, we got folks who are probably just starting this progress or even in transition. What advice do you have for digital video creators? Like what are some, what, what are some go-to things that they, like three things they need to do, period, that are a must? Get out of your head. <laughs> to stop overthinking things. My, my, my best advice that I always tell people Start where you are with what you have. Don't worry about rushing out to get a ring light and all this major camera equipment and doing all of this crazy stuff. Because one, people are, they really connect to just the personal. What they're going to connect to is not your ring light, not your camera quality. They're going to connect to you. So get out of your head. Just be yourself. Don't try to be the next person or do what this person is doing or do what that person is doing. Um, when I first started, um, I started on my MacBook back then, and it was an old MacBook. I didn't know how to edit. My very most watched video um, has like well over 900,000 views, but um, that video has bad lighting. It's unedited. It abruptly cuts off at the end, but people dial in because they like you. So just be <laughs> yourself. Thank you, um, Tia. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> and my um my upgrade, y'all, seriously, was a bar stool, um, a stack of shoe boxes, some makeup palettes, a Vaseline jar, my daughter's lamp that had the five arms that you can bend down, right, and a poster board taped onto the back of the wall in my bathroom. And I couldn't move and I would um, film everything on my iPhone at the time, iPhone 4. And the camera quality looked so bomb. When I finally learned to edit, it was on my phone using um, iMovie. Do you see how I'm starting where I am yes, with what I have? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, and nobody knew. They just knew it was an, that was an upgrade. And they were like, oh my God, I'm loving your new videos and that type of thing. And then more importantly, consistency. It's not about how many likes you get, how much engagement and all of that. Yes, those things pay in the long run. But the more consistent you are, regardless of likes, and just be confident with whatever uh, content you're putting out, and then learn, like keep doing your research, keep doing your research, and then be consistent, and, and it'll pick up. People will, you know, latch on to it, but forever be learning, because this stuff is always changing. Oh, that's such great advice. I mean, that's a class right there. Y'all just got that in your ears for free. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> so now, Tia, as you right, I know you're working on a book. You I'm have sleeping. your show. You're hosting. Yeah. I, I know you're going to be on tons of more red carpets. As yeah. you are navigating your journey and continuing to build your brand, what vibes and prayers can we send your way to help you along your journey? Um, honestly, this um, I would say. Mm, that's a great question. You just stumped me. Hold on. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> so um, I would say the vibes that you can send me is to continue to um, step outside of my box and let go of um, the safe. Let go of safe. Yes. 
Okay, you got it. We're sending it. We're sending it. Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Because I'm feeling it. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> um, once a week, I've been hosting online meditations at night with um. There's this yoga place called the Salty Buddha near me, and they've got these online meditations, and I've been doing it every Wednesday night. And um, I like to I like to teach yoga nidra, which again is not really yoga. It's this meditation that gives you the equivalent of four hours sleep in 20 minutes, um, which is amazing for parents. Like and necessary. Can, yes, yes, necessary. <laughs> it's um, it's really really life changing. It puts you into this like deep meditative state where it's like restorative for your mind and you come out of it so refreshed that whenever I used to, so I've mentioned before that I like to speak, uh, I speak around the country. Um, whenever I'm speaking on the West coast, cause I'm from the East coast, I always, 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 as soon as I check into my hotel room, I do uh, 20 minutes of yoga nidra and I, the jet lag is gone. It's like instantaneous because my, my sleep has been reset. I feel amazing. I feel it. I'm not good at naps. Some people can nap and be fine. If I nap, it ruins my energy for the rest of the day. I'm exhausted. But when I do yoga nidra, it's like, it's like somebody just popped fresh batteries in me. I'm like, yep, ready to go. Man. So now where can people follow you? How can they support you? Yay. Well, you can find me on um, Instagram at Tia Kirby. That's T-I-A-K-I-R-B-Y. Honestly, you can find me on Facebook, YouTube, and um, Instagram at uh, Tia Kirby. And um, my blog, my new blog, my new website should be launching very, very soon within the next month. Um, and it, it will be TiaKirby.com, which I'm super excited about. Um, I have tons and tons and tons of hair, beauty, and inspirational content. And then of course I mentioned my talk show, which is called Heart of the Matter, which is also on my YouTube channel. And um, I will be launching, relaunching my talk show. And then of course we have this beautiful, beautiful coronavirus. I'm saying that <laughs> in all sarcasm. Yeah. Um, so I was, I'm planning on doing, hosting some events, doing some live tapings of my um, talk show coming soon. So I'm super excited about that and can't wait to um, share and working on my book. Um, but I'm, uh, you can find me pretty much every platform is Tia Kirby, Twitter and Pinterest, I think are the only two that are Tia S Kirby. Wow. So a busy lady, but you know what, yes. out of this, out of this stay at home movement, I, I cannot wait to see how many ideas and businesses are born and birth. Mm -hmm. um, people are able to sit down. I know we were already in the process of working on rebrand, not rebranding, but just, well, yeah, rebranding. I'm rebranding and creating way more content. And this just gave me time to just do it uninterrupted, right? Like exactly. without, without staying up to three o'clock in the morning, I'm sleeping good. I'm eating good. I'm getting out here and I'm walking and we can be know, Yes. Yeah. And so. you know, it's weird because it caused me to take a minute, slow down a little bit because you know how you get so over, I'm going to have this, this done about this day and you try to pump stuff out, but it allowed me to kind of make, wait a minute, take a minute mm -hmm. and then take the rat race part of it out. Yes. Um, and then that way I can be, come from more of a, a pure place versus meeting and, and hitting deadlines. Oh, I so agree. that part I'm excited about it. 
I agree. I agree. Oh, man. It has been such a pleasure chatting with you, Tia. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. No, thank you for having me. I'm super excited. I've um, actually been a fan of your show since, I want to say, you didn't even know this, but um, I want to say, did you, were you in Houston? I believe you were in Houston and you um, hosted a live brunch and play event. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been following you that long. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm lived in Houston for 12 years up until about a year and a half ago so yeah that was my space I love that city miss it mm-hmm. lots but I'm back in North Texas and it's good to be hey. home yeah <laughs> but yeah thank you so much for supporting and for you know just Absolutely. for being you man I'm loving it so keep, thank keep you. doing it yeah and if you guys loved hearing T and I talk about all the things that we talked about which was a lot, a <laughs> be, lot. Sure, be sure to <laughs> share it share it with on your favorite platform or or share it in your stories and just tag us so we can say thank you, right? Uh, and mm-hmm. until, yes, no matter what, if you if you didn't get anything out of this episode, you should definitely have gotten that if she can, I can, we all can. Absolutely. This Absolutely. is Brunch and Flash.